Yeah, it's uh, smoking at AB's is definitely, and she's like the Disneyland of. It's like definitely very lame, but are you getting an experience? Yes. I'm Amy James. And this is Queer York City. The podcast where we explore queer spaces, places, and things in New York City. It's like Law & Order SVU, except everyone gets fucked. <laughs> I think everyone does get fucked. Full disclosure, I don't watch enough Law & Order SVU to keep this bit going, but it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> okay. No, I'm cutting it. It was fun while it lasted. What's up? This episode is about weed, okay? You smoke it, your friends smoke it. Your parents probably smoked it when they were your age, but they've been gaslighting you for years, and you honestly wonder if you have a problem. Nope. Just me? I know what you guys are thinking. Weed is super gay. It's like the most gay. Gay people know how to make everything cool, and we know how to make everything lame. I've only been smoking weed for only one year. And I've been smoking weed for a super long time, but only for my chronic pain and IBS. Have you left yet? Let me explain. AB, a long time ago, filled my heads with this mythology of uh, a queer weed delivery service in New York City. I'm going to stop you right there, okay? Not that I don't disagree with you dragging me right now, because after a while I couldn't figure out whether this was a real thing or if I just made it up in my head. So we went looking. Okay, so we really wanted to make a gay parody of cereal, but that is literally all we can use of the theme before we get sued. So let's just try this again. So we went looking. And we looked literally everywhere. And thinking that because we are millennials, we could totally just do this lazy millennial thing where we lift the rug of the internet and think it would just fall into our laps. So we checked Instagram and Facebook. As if it would ever be on Facebook. And we checked Reddit. As if either of us really know how to use Reddit. And we checked the deep web. Which we know like the back of our hands. So we checked everywhere and we honestly didn't have a ton of cannabis enthusiast friends. Stoners. She means stoners. But you know what I mean, like someone who was well connected in New York's cannabis culture. Except I had one friend who was exactly that. Hey, what's up? Uh, okay, so I was wondering, you know that friend that we talked about that you have that runs that queer weed delivery service? Yeah. I was wondering if you think they'd possibly be into doing an interview on our podcast? Um, yeah, I can ask them. I feel like they'd be down. Sweet. Would you also like to be interviewed on our podcast? sick (laughs) are you high right now obviously hell yeah (laughs) okay cool i'm amped about it all right cool we'll send you the deets thanks natasha
so right now we are talking with Natasha, whose last name is way too hard. You want to say your last name for me? Uh, Pshedborski? No. <laughs> Wait, how Ooh. do you spell that? P-R-Z-E-D-B-O-R-S-K-I. I feel like half of those letters were silent, so. <laughs> yeah, the P-R-Z together does like a P-S-H sound. Like a psh. Oh. Great. Oh, yeah. so we're here with Natasha. Natasha Straborski. Stromboli. Close enough. Who is the one of the co-founders for Pussy Weed, which is an apparel, media, and accessories. Um, so yeah, we aim to destigmatize women in cannabis. We started kind of like disenfranchised by the like feminine weed content that was coming out um on the west coast since it's so like legal and like free out there and we're just like a lot's happening here that we can't feel that free about and we're not seeing it represented which is also this issue of like how much can you represent something that's not legal um so that's kind of what we do and giving a platform for those who can't be so loud about what's important in cannabis in new york and yeah we're just, like, steering the crowd. What is the future of Pussyweed? Like, where do you guys want to go with your company and brand? And- um, that's a really hard question. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, no, what do you want out of life? Um, it's We've always seen it as a way to connect other women, but also for us to connect with them. Um, we're kind of using it as this platform for later making more connections in this industry and like finding where we belong in this industry, um, especially when legalization will happen in New York. Like, Where does something like Pussyweed fit into legalization when the stigma will be somewhat lifted? And so that's kind of where we're at now, reshaping into like what it would look like post-prohibition. Like we can see it now even on Instagram. We used to post a lot of photos of like people smoking in New York and stuff like that, just like a way to destigmatize like people that you know smoke as well. And now we're it's very different where it's like there's so much content about people smoking online. Like that's no longer something that's useful to progress this movement can stuff get taken down on instagram though yeah and so we got no taken down way yeah it happens a lot in cannabis since like instagram has stayed kind of weird with um where they stand if you get taken down and like you are a brand that touches the flower or stuff like that like you can't really rebut it at all but when it's something like pussyweed where it's like we don't advocate for consumption or for like, we don't sell anything on our page. Like, we're just an advocacy group. And so then there's no reason for us to be shut down. And so you just kind of have to fight it. Like, we sent, I don't know, maybe, like, 50 appeals a day. Um, oh, my gosh. And now everybody's questioning how Facebook and Instagram are going to stay in the face of, like, Canada's legalization. Like, will they be banning accounts the same way when it's federally legal for them? I don't know if Gara or or we've explained like our own personal relationships with weed but i do have a medical marijuana card in both new york and la because that's where i'm from i have like chronic pain and ibs thank you very much (laughs) um i think your ibs makes sense for you because that just like fulfills the prophecy (laughs) that hot girls don't poop (laughs) i have this theory with ab that when god goes for a hot girl he goes all out like ab is like you know she's got it all and like the not pooping is a part of it i'm like oh my god stop don't look at me like i'm I'm no one can see you so they just have to like um (laughs) they just have to like imagine me being like oh my god stop 
um, I feel like, you know, like I think, you know, like as an actor, I think there were so many levels that I think that the listener will see, you know, like I am so amazing at what I do You're that right. they don't, they don't need you to paint the picture. Like I did it already, you know? Yeah. <laughs> also, you'll hear AB's <laughs> sharp chin just like nailing the, that's how you know she's a hot girl. You're like, I feel like I hear this scraping. This is such a dumb bit I'm doing. I really, I'm, I'm like, I don't just really... tell the listeners, whatever, this is. <laughs> But the best part is I edit this, so you know it's just going <laughs> to be chopped you're out. right. I'm like, I don't need everyone to know Stop. I'm super hot. So, like, no, thank you. When I come over to AB's house, we do, like, go very hard, but in the most, like, mom way possible. Absolutely. Like, I... she's like, this strain will, like, help you with your body and, like, help you digest correctly. <laughs> I'm like, okay, as long as we're getting lit. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking at AB's is definitely, and she's like the Disneyland of. It's like That's definitely incredible. very lame, but are you getting an experience? Yes. <laughs> like I literally have never paid for weed. I just like want to be clear. I've never ever paid real money. Real money. It sounds like I'm paying in like sexual <laughs> favor. I've never monopoly ever, like, money. <laughs> I think I just somehow I'm like very you can't see me but I'm very attractive so like <laughs> too many people laughed. I think there's more too laughs than people, people in laugh. this room right now. That's just not what I was fine, fine. I don't know. No, I just like I just started smoking like a year ago so I've not had that experience of like buying weed. Well, that's why I'm so excited about this episode because yes. we're definitely using this as an excuse to make Gara buy weed for exactly. the first time. A- exactly. And so yeah, I'm like, glad to be witnessing. Unless this. like you know we can like find another way to pay (laughs) (laughs) obviously we can't use the dealer's real name and i just want listeners to know that i had nothing to do with this part Uh, i think this is fun oh i know i just really want everyone to know that this in no way was my idea go ahead i feel confident in my choices i'm not sorry about this now I'm a little sorry. No, I'm confident. Stop it. So here's the thing. So we obviously needed to come up with a code name. So I thought it would be fun to Google some inspiration, uh, like looking up different forms of slang. And within that search, I came across the DEA's official list of weed slang. And now I would like to share my favorites with you. Devil's lettuce. Stop. Stop. Honestly, no. Let's just... Fuzzy lady. Let's just call no. Let's just call them Rover, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm choosing right now. We're just gonna call them Rover, and that's just the first one off the top of my head because okay. I'm podcasting's bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking bad boy of podcasting. I'm the little bitch. <laughs> We officially have in studio our good friend Rover. Hi. Howdy. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. Thank you for coming. Thank you for schlepping um, all the way up here. Oh, I want to start off by asking some business questions. Like, where do you serve? Like, all of Manhattan, Brooklyn? Do you come this high? Yes. Um, so we're based mostly in Brooklyn, but yeah, we do go pretty much anywhere in really? New York City proper, if it's worth our time. And all of your employees are queer? They're all queer. Um, they're all people of color, um, which is something that we try to prioritize, at least on, on the employment part of it. 
uh, me and people in my community were kind of skeeved out by random men coming into our homes or the opposite of us going into random men's cars. Uh, and it, it's kind of dismaying. I mean, I'm obviously benefiting from it and so are, so are the people that I work with, but dismaying that like the unifying experience that I hear from women and queer people is like, I have had a shitty experience with a dealer. This is why I love you. And I'm like, oh, it's not because my shit is dank like okay but, uh, <laughs> do you guys ever have problems with going into skeevy men's apartments though or like no not really not not all of the runners that i have are women uh the good chunk of them are but we do have some men but they are they are queer and some folks in between and what is interesting is none of the women have ever told me that they felt uncomfortable going into anyone's home it's some of the gay men that are like this dude was hitting on me like oh. this dude was like texting me and i'm like oh, oh weird yeah, but I don't know, gay male. That's a whole different other yeah, culture. That's that, a horse of that, a different color. <laughs> as as an asexual lesbian or what have you, like I just like I don't get it. You're like, oh yeah, so not clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see that. That was <laughs> that was a comeback reference, uh, Lisa Kudrow, and you didn't need to know it to laugh. So thank you for laughing. Um, what's your usual clientele? Uh, well, nowadays it's sort of evolving. Um, we've grown a lot in the past year, uh, and I think it's because we started doing, uh, curated events. So mostly fine dining events where the food is infused. It's not supposed <gasps> to knock you on your ass. Um, and then we've been doing a couple of music showcases and other How collaborations. How do you advertise like that. for that? Uh, very much word of mouth. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. What's wanna, word of mouth? I want to know those mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an app? Word of mouth? <laughs> I'm 21. <laughs> we just don't go out enough to find those that mouths. Is, I know. So word of mouth, please continue. Yeah. Uh, bat signals, storks, you know. The works. Storks. Um, they but... drop off the babies and they go for the weed. <laughs> They're like, I got a side business too. <laughs> Carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeon. That's uh, why there's so many. I love that. Speaking of, can we look at your product? Yes. (laughs) Open my suitcase. I'm ready for (laughs) So this one is called Trainwreck. This is pure sativa. Yeah, pure sativa. Um, Originally, (laughs) the classification of indica and sativa, it's not used to describe the effects. Uh, It's used to describe how the plant actually grows. Sativa plants tend to be thinner in leaves, and indica-dominant strains uh, tend to be like the bushy bud ones. So they look like poops. They're beautiful, actually. (laughs) Listen, we never poop, so we find all poop. I just can't believe you've opened up the poop topic and I didn't tell your Listen, poop story. Oh, <laughs> no, no. That poop discourse. Amy, come on. That I'm is for sorry. the season finale. <laughs> Whatever. Now, I just very no, quickly, in middle school, I we were on a trip to the state capitol in Iowa and we were on a bus and <laughs> you're already crying. I'm crying. We were on a bus and at the time, I was a disgusting kid. I still am just like a very gross child. Like, I, yeah, I'm very gross and I literally was like god i gotta poop so bad but also my dad would describe this as pure laziness it was very much what i would get and try to get like grounded for this shit shit is the perfect word to say i 
did decide that the only way I could relieve myself was to poop my pants. Uh, I was wearing bell-bottom jeans, and I shook that shit out. Like, I was a pro at shaking out my boobs. This is sucks. It sucks that I have to do this. But yeah, then everyone was like, oh my god, there's poop on the bus. And I disassociated myself so hard from that experience that my sophomore year of high school we were going around telling poop stories as you do we were sober kids this was our rush and i literally like it triggered me and i started crying and i went i was the kid who pooped on the bus and i held that shit in but not literally exactly okay thank you ab it was i just wanted to i'm sorry i just i don't want to seem cruel for like forcing you into a corner to bring up that story but you just kept making personal comments about poop <laughs> okay and as a comedian i need to fucking take the entrance when it's right there. and as a person who's obsessed with therapy you're like we let's unpack this <laughs> why are that, you weird about poop um speaking of that once we um get more high uh i have made a more detailed question list because we're gonna be idiots but my therapist contributed to it a lot um yeah. AB talks about her therapist more than she talks about her girlfriend. And is it weird? <laughs> yes. It's not weird. Hi, Lauren. I know you're listening. Say her name. <laughs> Rover and I text about ours as well. Do you really? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I've been seeing a therapist for like a year. They're great. Oh, you're in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I'm one month and a half. Oh, well, you're very much in the honeymoon I'm, phase. I think, I think she hates me. <laughs> So this is, wait, so this is a second one, right? Peach Romulan, yeah. It's an indica dominant. How did the two of you meet? I mean, without revealing too much. Yeah. If you remember, because I really don't I mean, remember. I remember. I just don't know how much I can, like, so, locate. So it's, like, underground. The, it's not underground. It would, it would just. <laughs> I want everything to be underground. We met at an event in New York, right? Yeah, we met at an yeah. event in New York. It just, oh. Yeah, it was um, another. The mystery. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So can I ask for both of you, but Rover first, no offense. Um, how long have you uh, been? I don't like the way that sounded. Listeners, I was not trying to dismiss Natasha. It was just like, oh, it was a question for Rover. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Now, yes. yes, but it also like sounded like a snarky, bitchy no, thing. Be like, I was like, no offense. Look. <laughs> It I've just not. been to that much therapy that I like can just really understand my layers. And I'm sorry that I have this expectation that others can do the same. It's <laughs> not a fair expectation. No, it's it's perfectly chill. Anyway. We are Capricorns. If the listeners, they're Super like, Cap- these are two white women Capricorns. No. And you're right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Ask and it's very clear. The question was, how long have you been like personally been in business with your business? Did you work for previous businesses? Like how long have you been in the marijuana industry uh i've been in the marijuana industry uh for three years prior to this i was in academia i was in grad school uh in new york just doing regular service work uh to pay for that i was in the humanities lucrative lucrative uh area of study uh so yeah i just at some point was like fuck this i have bills to pay so dropped out stuck with uh, food service and then I was doing that for a couple of years um, and then three years ago I just bumped into someone who I hadn't seen in a while and we originally started this out again just to like supply our friends who just didn't want to 
deal with with other dealers and we were just honestly trying to support our own habit uh and then the person that we were getting it from every once in a while would just be like hey if you took this a little more seriously this could actually be a thing so every couple of months we would just have that fire lit under our ass we're just like okay well what's what's the next move what does growth even mean what does it mean to be a cannabis delivery service is that all we want to be uh, and then just going from there uh, wow so this idea was never on your radar previously like oh you're no. like 10 years old and you're like yes no i was trying to do the model minority thing and just like get through school and like get a fucking phd so this next joint will cleanse your palates this is my favorite one right now i love telling people about it she's um she's called midnight like um, the she as in like the weed i'm, I'm gendering it yeah. no 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 you should and it's always a woman <laughs> thank you for that so do were you a like an avid weed smoker before you got into the business oh yeah 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 chronic, <coughs> chronic. yeah uh i'm actually in the middle of a cessation i'm trying not to smoke until my birthday <gasps> to, okay let's be clear rover has not smoked once since yeah, we have been yeah, yeah. in this conversation <laughs> it's yeah, been like you. three weeks so I just drink a lot of coffee and take cra- Do you guys know what Kratom is? Oh I take that occasionally. Kratom. Oh, Kratom. Of you're into that. Kratom. I thought it was Kratom. Kratom? Uh, Kratom is like alcohol, but gets you like way more fucked up. What? Right? Well, that's an interesting comparison. No, no. I think you think of kava. Yeah. But, uh, oh, you're right. I am thinking of kava. Is that not a hummus? No, Kava is that stupid fucking restaurant that's literally taking over our lives. Okay, this has turned into a Kava hate podcast. (laughs) Uh, Kratom is a leaf native to Southeast Asia that in small quantities has stimulant-like effects. Like It's sort of a cognitive enhancer, and in larger doses it has opiate-like effects. But there's a a Kava bar somewhere in lower Manhattan that I tried. It, Kava... Kava Sutra, yeah. <laughs> it it tastes it tastes and looks like spit. Matcha y but like not really. Yeah, or or mate. Yeah. Um if you've ever you know it's what that all is. does not um, sound mate. very I don't know what mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, 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 of course. <laughs> Do we look cultured to you? <laughs> you are holding a joint. <laughs> ah, yes. Smoke smoke more midnight, cause Smoke more midnight. Smoke more midnight. <laughs> that was. I can't help but I get so musical when I'm like in the zone. <laughs> Where's the? You're holding. Oh, the sorry. Gara's doing great. Also, everybody, my hands are so clammy. They now. really are. are so are happy. Yeah. So if you guys are really high, that should straighten you out for the next one. Really? It's just called Death Star. Damn. <laughs> you planned this. Yeah. Oh, there was a build. Okay, I have so many questions, but tell us about Death Star. Oh, Death Star. Uh, oh, my God. I need to hold my questions in, but they're just, like, overflowing. Oh, okay. um, Death Star. I don't know how. Do you, you come up with the names? No. That's my question. I couldn't help it. I was holding it inside. I was like, ah! You don't come up with it's the names. Po- <laughs> no, unfortunately not. That's Okay. <laughs> Also, side note really quickly, Gara literally does not know how to smoke with people. Every time she fucking oh takes God, a hit, she puts so it in the ashtray. <laughs> Every time you I party foul. Yeah. joint left. Yeah, but you just, you could hand it over and be like, no I'm more so for me. I'm so sorry. I also, like, Look, this is a part- so high. Okay, this is the important thing about a partnership is we build each other up. <laughs> but in order to get taller, we must build each other down first. So Whoa. you are witnessing the building down. You're right. 
Um, sorry, yes. you're totally uh, with Rover now, so I forgot. Okay, yeah. let's do this. Let's smoke dust. All right, this is uh, our grand finale. Hand me the joint. <laughs> oh, this is the desktop. Oh, yeah, we haven't even fucking tried it. Okay, so here's yeah. a good strike one. Am I high? Yeah, like that's a giveaway, you know, three strikes. And then I'm like, oh, I'm really high, you know? Yeah. I'd listen to this. <laughs> I love this so much. This reminds me of uh, Alice Piazeki's The Chart. Yes, girl. Oh, good. Right. Yeah, but Tasha's oh. straight. She doesn't know what that reference Elward, is. Elward, the, the web. Oh, the- and the last male listener has uh, left. Has, <laughs> has departed. He's like, well, they're not going to make out yet. I'm out of here. <laughs> I know. Except male listener, <laughs> you wouldn't even see it. <laughs> yeah. I think. Though I would listen to a podcast of women making out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that I would do. That. That's ASMR. Um, I have to talk about (laughs) quickly this has nothing to do with it but that redheaded ASMR girl I'm talking about the ASMR girl who is she has like red hair she's 10 years old Garibara oh my god just finish it but this is off topic remember (sighs) fine I'm sorry I was just I understand Okay. The Continue. ASMR girl. She's like red hair. She's like probably. I can't tell so if she's like sweet. eight or twelve. You're gonna finish it for me. Yeah. Okay. AB, that's so sweet of you. Garibara. Garibara. Sorry. Back to reality. So we thought we could do this. You know, we thought we could produce this podcast without our technical producer while being extremely high. Like that. For some, we thought we that was a. That was a pot. That was no, it wasn't. So we're back. We're not going to put that in because it's going to be insane. <laughs> okay. I want you to put that in though. A fair lapse of time has begun. Yeah. And, and now we are as fuck. sufficiently elevated. That's <laughs> good. Hmm. I had to text myself to Gara's phone for this. We're too high to run a podcast. This is um, hard. Okay, so um, refresh. Here we go. Okay, fuck. I'm so high. Uh, So here is a list of questions my therapist wanted me to ask. So, Rover. Um, do you ever run into longer established or more male established run services? Um, I have at networking events, but I actually don't have that much experience with other services. The one I used to use didn't have a name. I think a lot of them are just starting to brand themselves, um, in lieu of legalization. Like everybody's just trying to get ready. Like, do you ever feel like there's a territorial aspect to this? You know, like a lot of people assume that like drug dealers are in gangs or mobs or whatever. I'm like, are you in a gang? (laughs) I'm so white. Um, But I'm just asking, like, do you feel like? Um, I think that our business model uh, is structured in such a way that we don't encounter services that would be territorial but no that's that's a part of why like the house call is so critical for everyone's safety do you ever feel like there's not enough room for everyone in the industry like yeah like because of the legalization like you know there's been probably a lot more businesses opening up 
you know, um, do you feel like it's becoming overcrowded? I think that cannabis is probably the last growth industry in this country before civilization collapses. Uh, <laughs> that's my it's my opinion. No, there's so much space. There's so much fucking money. I mean, people are still, I, I would say, probably weary, but they're also uh, a lot more eager to collaborate rather than like do this whole race to the bottom thing. But at least in New York, people are really excited to shape the contours of what legal cannabis culture is going to look like in New York. I mean, I don't think we have a head start, but I think we do have a shoe in. Yeah. That's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a good, that was a good no, question. Good job, Lauren, yeah, because was that was really a great, great answer. Yeah. I, um, I wish I wasn't as high listening to the answers, but the nice thing is this is all recorded. So I'm so sorry, Rover. I'm for so high right now. Um, I like am so high. I'm afraid we won't be able to leave this podcast, and we'll just be in it forever until one of you guys is just like. So can we leave? Or- so we we made it out of the podcast. I don't remember getting out, but uh, it happened. Apparently, here we are. <laughs> I took an Uber. It took five years. <laughs> um, this was great. Uh, this was a great podcast. Yeah, final thoughts before we leave. Um, I mean, our audio producer's here now, so what do you what do you think? I mean, it's gonna be good now. <laughs> Honest and cute. They're dating. <laughs> you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Queer York City. Special thanks to our guest, Rover, and our friend, Natasha. You can find Natasha on Instagram at PussyWeed. That is P period, U period, S period, S period, Y period, W period, E period, E period, D period. Holy shit. Our theme song is Bisexual by Girlwood. That is G-R-L-W-O-O-D. And you can find them on any music streaming service. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Queer York City. Oh.